Hi, and welcome to the DIY Photo Organising Podcast, focusing on topics to help you with your photo management. I'm Fiona from Photo Helper. And I'm Chantelle from Photos in Order. Hi, Fiona. Hey, Chantelle. Good to chat again today. Always. <laughs> today, we are talking about removing duplicate photos from your photo collection. Um, yes, because it's a question that comes up again and again, <laughs> because we all have duplicates, don't we? We do, I'm sure. I don't think there's any one of our lovely listeners that would have a photo, if they've gathered, that would have their gathered mess and not have duplicate photos somewhere in there. I'm just, I can, and look, if you're out there and you are one that hasn't, then please let us know. We'd love to find out how you did that. Because <laughs> it's just so common to have, you know, a backup of, from the phone and then another backup of the phone and all the same photos are there. It's so easy to have happen. It is too easy. Um, and by the way, you're probably going to hear us use the word deduplication a lot in that episode. And it was interesting because I had um, I was um, teaching people how to do that. And someone told me he's never heard that word deduplication that, you know, this is not a word. <laughs> and we were like, oh, we use that all the time. <laughs> in our little you know small photo organizing world and just to be clear yes it doesn't seem to be like an official word it's not in the Miriam Webster dictionary so it's actually not <laughs> well it is it just because it's not in there it doesn't mean it's not real and it doesn't mean that we're not going to use it but it does mean that we are understanding that maybe you haven't heard it before <laughs> yeah and it's common in the IT world um, and obviously you know uh, digital photo organizing is part of that so yes deduplication it is today Yes, removing duplicate photos. So, Fiona, do you want to talk a bit about what are duplicates? What do we mean by that? Sure, fabulous. All right, so we're talking about photos that, first off, um, the obvious one of it is exactly the same photo um, with all of the same size photo. It's the same. It could even be the same file name. It's exactly the same. So when I just spoke about before, you've downloaded the phone, photos from your phone, and then you've done it again and you've downloaded the same photos from the phone. So that, that is a really good example of just, it's exactly the same photo. Uh, could be a movie or a video as well, that it's the same. So usually the metadata is the same, the date's the same, the size of the photo is the same, sometimes even the name of the photo is the same. But when we're talking about exact photos, we're also talking about photos in this digital world that I'm talking about that are the same photo, but there might be a different size file. So you might have a low resolution of that one photo and you might have a high resolution of that one photo. Maybe you've had a professional photo shoot and they've given you photos of the highest beautiful quality. And then they've also given you some or maybe you've downloaded a photo from the internet and that's a different size and you've still got the original photo. There's a lot of ways to get duplicates in this area. <laughs> so that is very, very common, uh, unfortunately. 
and it's how we can get ourselves in uh, a bit of a mess. A different way is also, it might be the same photo, but a different um, kind of photos. So it may have been a photo that you have, again, that high resolution, you've got a low resolution. Maybe you took a screenshot of the same photo and now it's got a different date and it's got a different file name and it's a different file um, type. So it might be a PNG file or it might be a hike file from a phone, an iPhone, but you've also downloaded those photos from your phone as a JPEG. Mm -hmm. So as you can tell, I don't want to confuse you and overwhelm you here, but as you can tell, there are so many ways that we can get ourselves into this situation where we do have duplicates of the same photo. So what else would we consider, Chantelle, as, a, as something we want to look at for duplicates, not just these exact same photos? So the exact same, that's sort of easy. And the one you think about it also in the printed photo world, that would really be, you know, you look at the photo, it's exactly the same photo. But the next step would be to look or find similar photos. And again, we all have them. Um, for example, boost photos are a typical example for that, where you have, they're extremely similar and you don't need them all. And also, you know, those, I mean, that's what boost photos are. They are simply a series of shots, but also think in terms of, for example, we all know that and we all do it when we want to take a group photo, we take like 10 these days because in the hope that one of them will be a good one with everyone smiling and their eyes open <laughs> um, so we've got a whole series of shots and they're not the same shots if, when you look at the photo there are differences but they are very similar so that would be sort of the next level that we're looking at so we've got the exact ones and the similar ones that we're talking about today yeah and we can and with the uh, ideas that we're going to give you today as to how to remove them uh, this is really going to help you cover all of these types of photos just with those burst photos uh, Chantelle I know um a dear friend of mine who's an older generation and has a new phone and it's an iPhone and getting used to just how to take a photo would hold down the button or touch the side and there's like bursts, 10 photos of the same thing, 10 photos of the same thing. Um, it is easy to do, you know, and technology and settings change and so, yeah, it could be in error that you've got all these bursts in there as well. Um, and a, a lot of people who give their phones to the children, especially toddlers, like, you know, quite young, they do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> true. All right. So what do we do? So we, we're going to use a little help because, yes. you know. <laughs> I highly recommend that. <laughs> going through all those photos by yourself manually oh no you don't want to do that I mean if you have like 50 duplicates that's one thing you know that's okay we're not talking about those amount of doubles we're talking about hundreds and oftentimes thousands of photos yeah I've just worked with a client um you know, gathered the whole mess and, and did all the steps that we always say with the five golden rules, gathered the mess and then deduplicated. And 
with that we got it down from what we halved the size so we got it down from over 80,000 photos we now down to like 40,000 and these were only the doubles that hasn't you know we haven't removed any bad photos yet so the dots are still in there wow is that with the series is that with the series shots or the just pure pure duplicate photo because you see with the similar shots you have to make a choice and some photo organizers do that for clients i'm not one of them because i believe it's the client's choice so i only remove duplicates 100% 100% duplicates yeah, not me too. Ones. sometimes I would depending on clients I would say I'm happy to you know point you to those similar ones so that it's then easy for the client to go through them they don't have to go through their whole collection to find them they would be like in one place so they can easily find them and review them and delete the dots and just make it easier that way. But we got to be distracted here. So, yeah. so some helpers are, of course, it's software. That's what we're talking about. Yes, yes. So if, if, if it's not just a few photos and you, we are looking at those thousands, mm-hmm. software is our friend. Mm-hmm. Um, but we all know we have Macs and we have Windows and what software out is out there. So we've put a little list together and we will put these in the show notes so that you can just click on them. Uh, there's no affiliate links or anything like that as far as, um, you know, we don't get any kickbacks or anything. Obviously, we just want to make that clear um, that it's really up to you as to um, just what looks and feels, but I thought we'll just talk a little bit about them so that you can sort of see how they had a, um, just our own experiences. Um, so what about, so with Max, we have a program called Photo Sweeper. Mm-hmm. We have another program called Power Photos, and that really works with photo libraries, uh, iPhoto libraries, uh, with the photos from um, an Apple program. And then in Windows, we have Duplicate Cleaner Pro, and that's from a company called Digital uh, Volcano in the UK. Another program, which is a free program called Visipix, V-I-S-I-P-I-C-S, Visipix. And another one, which is across Windows and Mac, and that's called Dupe Guru, D-U-P-E, G-U-R-U, Jeep Guru. So, Chantel, what's your views on some of these programs? Right, where to start? <laughs> <laughs> because I work, well, I, I do work mostly on Macs and I definitely use Photo Sweeper most of the time. Um, and that works really well. And it goes through exactly those stages that we mentioned before. You can start on top with the exact duplicates and then work your way through, go to similar ones and you can tweak the settings and the criteria and you find more and more. Um, so I, I quite like Photo Sweeper. It's sort of self-explanatory. I don't think it's very hard to learn. Power Photos, as you said, it only works with photo libraries. So if you have photos outside a library on your Mac, it's not, you cannot compare them. They need to be in a library. 
which and that in it works well as well. And for Power Photos has a couple of other features that no other software has. Like for example, it's very useful if you have multiple photo libraries, which you shouldn't really have, <laughs> if I can be so blunt. But it helps you. It actually allows you to merge photo libraries. So I've used it quite a bit for that. So just on that one before you move on, I just want to say because I think that idea of the photo having duplicate photo libraries, unfortunately, it's probably very common because if people have done an upgrade or gotten a new computer or haven't really been aware of how to use the program in Apple and just done an import and it's created another they've you know done something with the software and it's created a new library so that is a really good one for that I, I think that's something so what we're really talking about here is imagine you've got a file on your computer and you've got a photo library through your Apple's um, photo library and then and that might be sitting in your pictures folder and then on your desktop there's actually another one and it's sitting there. And sometimes you open one and import something into there or maybe you plug your phone in and photos automatically go into one and you're not sure which one they're going into. So it is something that you may find that once you've identified the problem and then you need to find out, oh, well, I'm trying to gather all my mess and I'm trying to sort out how I get sort of everything into one place so that then I can, um, you know, go through that that sorting process sort and organise. This is the program that you could really benefit from having a look at for that purpose of trying to find out, well, you end up, um, our first step is to put them all in the one location, back it all up, as we've talked about. But then when you're at the stage of you're wanting to just have one of those photo libraries to, to use those photos to really start uh, to pull into your, you know, your new photo hub that you're creating, this software can really help you do that. So it can look at both libraries. It can even look and you can see um, the number of photos that are in there. You can actually see the photos that are in there as well. And then it allows you to, you know, maybe set a priority as to different folders. So there's a lot of settings and, and tweaks in there, aren't there, Chantelle, that you can, can you see, can you see um, um, albums as well? Yes, you can. And they have, with one of their recent updates, software updates, they now actually allow you to simply drag an album from one library into the other library, which is a great feature. I've used it, it works really well. And so Photo Power Photos is the only program that allows you to do that. And as you merge, or if you drag an album over to another library within Power Photos, it's obviously a bit hard to talk about it without you seeing it, yeah. not having the visual. But when you drag it, or when you merge libraries, you have settings there and you can actually tell it not to uh, move or add duplicates. So as you merge, it will check the photos and have a look first. Is that photo already in that library where I want to move it in or not? And if it's already there, it's not gonna move it. 
So you're not creating duplicates as you merge. And this is also a good thing. It will not pick up on all of the duplicates because if they just slightly different. So let's say in one library, you've got a love heart on one photo and in the other one, it's exactly the same photo, but it's not love hearted. It will not recognize it as a duplicate. So it's very basic, but it will be that quite a bit a lot yeah as a first step so that is really good in power photos and just going back to photo sweeper as well um because power photos as we mentioned only works with libraries photo sweeper does both so if you have a photo library and you have photos somewhere on a external drive or on your internal drive or on a usb doesn't matter where and you want to check whether those photos, for example, are already in your library, you can compare the both. PhotoSweeper does that, so you can compare anything. It doesn't have to be in a library, which is very helpful. So they are slightly different in that, and it really depends what you have and what you need. Mm. Um, you know, as always, as you said, we have no affiliation, but we always encourage you to give it a go and you can download those softwares and trial them for free for a certain time period. Or um, I think it's, I'm not sure how they work. I think in photo, in power photos, you can try that, but you can only remove up to 50 duplicates to test it. You can't do the whole thing. Mm. So um, just use it as a trial before and then, and then make that decision and watch the tutorials and all that there's a lot of information and, and one of the things i want to say with those you know with both photo sweeper and and power photos when we're looking at those i mean we're talking a little bit more specifically now on photo libraries say from an apple photo library then uh, once those photos have been identified as a duplicate, you have a range of choices as to what you can do with them. So you can, um, you know, if you're in Photo Sweeper, you can, or both of them, but you can tag them, identify them, flag them, uh, move them into a trash area. They're not deleted automatically. You then go back into the program to physically remove them and delete them into your deleted items in that program uh, photo library but just be confident that once you're finding these duplicates there's always safeguards around in the software for you to be able to flag them tag them look at them make your decisions before you do anything and remove them and then even if you did remove them they're sitting in a trash somewhere and then if you if you absolutely had to you can restore those and things like that so there's a lot of safeguards on there as you go through I know this process can be quite nerve-wracking for people with the idea of even saying the word delete <laughs> so um, we're respectful of that so but just know that there's a lot of options around that mm. um yeah let's jump to windows so the duplicate cleaner pro um, is my absolute favorite. I'm yep, gonna... mine too. <laughs> um, and be careful if you want to try that out. There, there is a couple of apps that use the same name, but the, these are not the right ones. So be mindful to grab the one from Digital Volcano. Uh, it's got a UK website. So grab that one. Be very careful. Um, that's the correct one. That's the one we're talking about. The others are sort of 
different ones, they just use the same name. Um, and this one is very sophisticated. You can not only compare uh, photos, you could also find uh, duplicate documents, um, audio files, it does a whole lot more. It's very, very extensive. But again, it's pretty, I found it's pretty self-explanatory. It's not very difficult to learn. Um, and same as what you mentioned before, Fiona, it finds the duplicates for you. It's not going to remove anything without you being in the driver's seat. You decide what you keep and what you don't keep. It just finds them for you. And it does a really good job with that. And sometimes it's a bit, you know, I've, I've experienced it that I knew I had duplicates. Um, and one typical case is the JPEG files. And when the same photo is also there as a hike because it came from an iPhone, that's quite typical. And it doesn't pick up like in, a, in the top level search, it wouldn't pick them up. So you got to tweak the settings in the searches and then all of a sudden it finds them. And, you know, in one go, you can remove possibly thousands of, of duplicates. Um, so it, it really is very helpful. Now, the other one that we had the, the visit picks for Windows, which is a free program. I actually recommend that to clients usually because it's free, you know, <laughs> download it and just let it run and see what it comes back with because it's it's sort of I like to use it as an assessment tool and then if you know we find like 10,000 duplicates I'm like all right it's definitely worth paying for a software let's get duplicate cleaner pro if it comes back with like 200 duplicates VisiPeaks works just fine that's good enough not good success with busy peaks or sometimes you know it's a matter of budget as well and it, it does it does the job and again it finds them for you you then can make decisions you don't you know it, it's not an, a fully automated process mm. um, and then there's Doop guru that you mentioned fiona that works on windows and mac i have to say i have tried it out in the past um i can't really share any experiences i don't use it enough to be able to to you know make a judgment really um, yeah i don't either but i know that it's definitely come highly recommended uh and is used by a number of people i think so it's definitely one to have a look at and i think with any of these software options it's like a new skill to learn and so just give yourself some time i think it's Definitely one in this line, if you are really serious about organising your photos, then part of that step needs to be removing your duplicates because, you know, we just want one hub, as we've always talked about, and one lot of our photos. You know, we may not have chosen our best photos yet or anything like that, but if we can at least reduce the distraction of having duplicate photos in our photo hub, it really will serve you well as you go about choosing your photos for a project, um, trying to find your favourite photos, all of that stuff. So it's definitely worth, you know, looking at these photo, at these um, duplicate, deduplication 
photo programs so that you can, you know, make that decision and just invest some time, give yourself a bit of leeway to learn, watch some tutorials, read some of their, um, you know, their their notes on how their program works. And they're, they're all really thorough in that way. It just depends on you know, what you what you look at and which one you download. If you're comfortable with it, go for it. Just stick with that one because they you really can't go, can't go too wrong. One of the things I wanted to say also is you mentioned, Chantelle, about uh, taking duplicate rounds. So when we talk about that, we're talking about all these different programs have different settings on, um, first of all, obviously, this exact match that we're talking about. But that exact match might be that it's, depending on the program, it would be grabbing, say, the same file size. So it's not going to, it might miss the one that you've taken the screenshot or you've got the high res and the low res of this same image. It just depends on the program as to whether, when they get picked up. So then if that's a 100% match, we bring it down to maybe a 95%. Some of them go in percentages, some of them go in exact, almost, you know, you'll see with the different terminology. But that's what we mean by stepping down. So you do 100% exact first, and then you'll do a 90%. And at that level, from my experience across the programs that I've used on Windows and Mac, they're still exact matches, but the different size is different or the file name is different. And then you might go down to 80% match. And I always just have a good skim through and then I get my confidence level because I've used the software, you know, numerous times, so I'm confident. And then I go down to, yes, I can remove those. They're still exact duplicates, but they've just got different um, uh, types of metadata somewhere. And so then I'll go down to maybe even 75%. And then I might start to see, well, these aren't exact, actually. This one, there's a slight shift and it's now picking up bursts. So that's what we mean by stepping down and continuing to work from the top down with your exact matches. So I hope that sort of made that a bit clear as well. Yeah, and that's that's really, I think, an important thing to be aware of. And as you said before, you know, take your time. I find when I do that for clients, the deduplication phase is what usually takes up the most time it's good to be aware of that and just to plan enough time and just expect that it does take some time and that it's not going to pick up every duplicate so with the best program it's not going to be 100% accurate always you know expect that there will be even if you've done that whole process very thoroughly and you took your time and you found tons of duplicates remove them you will still find a few duplicates left in your collection when you later when you then go back to it and you might still come across some but you know then it's really a weighing up if it's only a some you know some that you, you that are left you're better off dealing with that manually and visually you don't go back in the software because it might take 
much longer to, to use the software for those little leftovers, so to speak. So just expect that it's not going to be 100%. And this is so rewarding, this whole step in this, in this sorting and organising, um, because then once you've done this, you just feel like, oh, this is a more, much more manageable chunk of photos to be able to start to make your favourites and, you know, organise in a whole, you know, whichever way you're choosing to do, as we've talked about in our other episodes with Sort and Organise in digital photos. So you really are able to do a lot more. And so let's just talk about timeframes for a section. Until, so, you know, like we're talking about could take some time. This could be something that you might do, you know, you set it up for the first run and it might take, It'll take overnight. You come back in the morning yes. and it's your first pass through once you've gathered everything. It's a really important thing that we, and we do these five golden rules in this order for this reason, because once you've gathered everything, to the best of your ability, all your photos are in that one place. So when you're running these programs, it's all off the one location and so that is really key because it just will make that running smoother. Yeah. Back, um, back it up first. Back it up, back it up. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> um, but it will. It will definitely help you go through that. But that first run, if that takes overnight and and definitely write down what you've done. Get yourself that journal. Write down what settings you've used. I used 100% and I started it today at this time and it ran. Okay, so then when you look at that and you come back, because you might come back that morning, the next morning, you might set it in the morning, come back after you come back from work, you know, something like that. But just uh, when you review the results that the program has come up with, jot that down. It's come up with X amount of duplicates and then even jot down how many are removed and run it again and then it's come up oh it's come up with this many photos and this is the time I did it really really important because this step can be something that kind of unrattles people and they're like oh what did I do did I remove it I'm not confident they've got a little file away sitting to remove or trash or duplicates and they're like eh, and they pop them back in the library <laughs> Oh my goodness. But don't feel bad if you've done this. <laughs> because look, I, I did that too when I first started being a photo organizer. I'm like, oh, did I? Oh my gosh. It was, it's just, you know, it's hard when you, especially if there's somebody else's photos, you've got like this very, very valuable responsibility. Um, and so just to be sure, I've put them back in and then done the program again to make sure that they were the duplicates or something. I don't do that now, but I, I have when I started. And so I think, you know, just being honest and vulnerable here, but it's definitely something for you to, um, to keep a track of because, um, you know, you just want to feel confident that when you're ready to delete and you, you know that you've done 100%, you're now stepping down to maybe 90%. So this could take you, I don't know, maybe even up to a week. Might be a day, might be two days. You run them all out. It depends on how big your library is um, of, of all of your gathered stuff. But don't rush this step. I think it's something to be really good and thorough about. Yeah, and also careful, you know, when you find... Not so much with the when you're looking for 100% uh, 
duplicates, that's pretty safe. But as soon as you tweak that setting and you go down to even 99 or 98, it will find photos that are similar and not duplicates, but they're going to be listed in the same thing. So, you, don't, you know, you can't just go, oh, yeah, it found those. Yeah, that's fine. Delete them all and keep the rest. It's not like an, an overarching sort of decision you can make as soon as you start tweaking those settings and find the similar ones. You actually will have, it's not like you have to look at each and every photo that it finds and compare visually, there will be patterns where you can see, oh yeah, these are duplicates because I can see this is in that folder and the double is in that folder and I have 200 in each. So one is clearly a copy. I can get rid of those. So you get rid of those and then the list becomes smaller. And that. so I always look for those patterns. And then in the end, you might be left with a dozen or more photos, but not like thousands, you know, only a few that are really not the same and where you have to make a decision. And sometimes you'd say, oh, they're not the same. I got to keep them. Step that takes time apart from it is. running the program and letting it find all those duplicates. It can take a few hours, as, as you said, Fiona, but then also to sit down and go through what they found. It's not like a one-click thing. You you will want to be really thorough and and really have a good look at what it found and and make a decision. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's where um, you know if if the, if it is finding those ones that are similar and it's a group shot and you're wanting you've deliberately taken a number of group shots or something like that, then you, I mean, you could go in and make that decision then. Mm-hmm. at that time or this is something where you're having your journal and you've got a list of things that you are identifying that you want to do with your photos as a result of this process of removing duplicates mm-hmm. and one of them could be that you jot down that that specific event you want to have a good look at and you want to really make those decisions and you know that you've taken a number of group shots, it might be a wedding or something like that or a particular event gathering. So then you go back and do that. And this is where this journal note-taking is so important because if you do go do that at that time mm-hmm. and then you're sort of off on a new step and this is where you're not quite sure, well, did I end up running that and other duplicate process? Um, and doing it again and so there's no right or wrong here it's just a matter of just being really uh, focused intentional about which task you're doing Mm. I personally tend to um, note down what I want to go back to and I continue running my deduplication my you know removing those finding those duplicates first and then I go and do the more manual things as a separate step what do you do Chantel? I do the same and I have learned and unfortunately I'm still not perfect in it (laughs) to take really thorough notes like what you suggested um, about settings, about how many it found, how many are removed and also just because I'm a bit interested in the stats (laughs) (laughs) Um, and obviously you know report back to the client this is what we found and uh, it's always interesting and it actually really, it is good to do because it 
takes away so much of the overwhelm Mm. we're able to remove those duplicates so yeah note taking very thoroughly absolutely recommend that yeah that's a great idea and where you stopped and even you know make a note this is my next step and write that there and have that collection of to do that you want to do later that's um something i do as well yes yeah that's good so tell me what are your thoughts on the apps that some that sometimes you see around that talk about removing duplicates from your phone to be telling the truth i've never actually tried one um and there is tons of them around when you go to the app store and you look for duplicate photo and you find a whole lot of apps I wouldn't recommend them and the reason for that is because if you've been listening to us for a while you know that we don't consider the phone as a photo hub or as as a storage place for our photos what we recommend is to have our hub on our computer or on an external drive if you don't have enough space and the phone is the camera and we transfer the photos from the camera to the photo collection, to the hub on the computer. And we believe that's where it should be done. Gather everything there, back it up properly and and work there and not on the phone. I, I wouldn't recommend that because also the phone will, in most cases, it's, it's not gonna have all of your digital photos depends at what point you are on your organizing journey a little bit but usually it's not a complete overview of what you have and if you don't have that it is very hard to declutter so to speak you, you need that overview and you need to have gathered everything in one place first before you can make decisions it pays to do a real good gathering and to take time for that to back it up and then to deduplicate and it's not just the reduction of files that you're after which can have the advantage that you then actually need to pay less for storage if you can reduce that that's one good thing but also imagine you have duplicates in your collection and then you start to do the golden rule number four with sorting and organizing and you might start to rate your photos or love heart or, you know, add tags and whatnot. And then you discover, oh, there's a duplicate. And, but the duplicate that I haven't love hearted is actually higher res. That's the one I want to keep. So you do the whole work again with all that metadata. So that's what you don't want to do. It's a hundred percent. And that is a, that is a common um, mm. issue, I think, because, what I've seen as well is that people have just done it or they've moved it into an album. So it's sort of linked to an album. So it's got a little bit of metadata on it, but maybe another one of their duplicates they've actually touched up with a bit of enhancement in the photo. Mm -hmm. So both of them have valuable information. Which one do you delete? And that sadly is not covered in the software. (laughs) You know, it really isn't something that it it has to be a personal decision. Only you know how much editing you might have done on a photo as to which one or is it, you know, is that worth keeping that one or is it worth keeping the one that is already in the album? And these types of things are just unfortunately a result of 
not having an organised photo hub initially over the years, which is extremely understandable because we've all just adjusted with the times as digital photos and progression of apps and phones and everything. It's just a nature of our world. So it's just, you know, it's common. But that's another reason why it's so good to have one place. So then you don't go enhancing one photo but have another photo somewhere else. And mm. Have you used the phone apps to find duplicates? No, I don't. I can see, look, I, I could see if you've got a phone, look, actually, you know what, I can't, I can't see. <laughs> I can't see when I would use one. I really don't because, because like you, you know, obviously we agree on the same thing and we, you know, we've got that same value of, of really gathering all of that mess. I just don't know. Um, I, I just don't think it would be helpful because if it is a camera, then you haven't taken the same photo. You've obviously taken bursts, but you have, or maybe a screenshot of a photo or something like that. But really the real issue of duplication with photos comes in when we've downloaded photos and then downloaded them again and so the deduplication apps on the phone is not going to address that issue and so it's doing a little bit of a job if if you want to try to find maybe bursts from the phone before you download them into your gathered hub or download new photos into your organized hub but apart from that, no, this step is a definitely a different one. And the robust programs that are out there just have so many more options and capabilities than those apps do, hands down. Yeah, yeah. That's our two cents worth <laughs> <laughs> on that. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, but we've got a couple of episodes that we've done before that you might want to look at if you want to check out some other things that we've talked about that have sort of interested you. Maybe it's been about creating a hub or, you know, specifically sorting and organising, maybe even transferring photos from an iPhone. And we'll put all these links for you in the show notes. Mm -hmm. So you can either look in the show notes of um, wherever you're listening to us through, or maybe you're listening to this episode through the website. So it's on the show notes, which is on the website page of the episode. Um, but yeah, we've got some things about even transferring photos from the iPhone to a Windows PC or even images that don't belong in a photo collection. We've talked about that before. And even maybe some software management program that we're talking about some sort of programs. So that might be something you want to just pop back in and have a, have a listen to, or even um, the one we just did recently, the last one, which was about what to do with the, once you've gathered everything and maybe then obviously done all your deduplication, done your backing up, done some sort and organising, things like that. Um, and then what do you do with that original one? So there's some episodes there that might be of interest to you to go back and have a listen to. Well, that brings us to the end and our usual invitation to you to also find the link on, on the episode show notes or in our newsletter that we send out with every episode. There's a little button for you that leads you to a wish list for future episodes. And we'd love to invite you to go there and let us know how we can help you 
ask you questions. You can ask one, you can ask 10 questions. <laughs> we welcome any questions. And of course, we also welcome feedback and reviews. Uh, through the usual channels and uh, don't forget to check out the courses of our partners on the website if you need some practical help and step-by-step -step processes check those out they're awesome um, and really really helpful courses and that's it for the day I'm Chantal from Photos in Order and I'm Fiona from Photo Helper thanks so much for joining us today and as always, happy photo organising and especially happy um, removal of those duplicates. <laughs> it's yeah. really, really, really well worth it. Mm -hmm. So thanks again and bye for now. Bye for now. See you.